communicators, welcome to the Narain Agarwal show. Today we have a very special guest. This guest is an artist, but an artist not of the general kind you think, not the kind who uses a paint and a brush, but an artist who uses his body and helps other people use their body better. Yes, this guy is a martial artist at the same time is a movement artist known as the Li Shaolong or the Little Dragon by his master in the Shaolin Temple of China. He is truly fascinating to hear when it comes to body, fitness, health and also communication. So let's welcome the Little Dragon, Mr. Karan Bagri to our show. No rain. Alright, nice to meet you my man. Karan, nice to Hi. meet you. Please welcome and welcome. <sighs> This is a comfortable setup. I like it. <laughs> I'm glad you're comfortable. Absolutely. And, uh, Let's do this. It's. I'm excited about our conversation because um, health and fitness is something I've been concentrating on since especially the past year. Mm. And I've gotten great pointers from you, yeah. uh, especially having that uh, good friendship and relationship with you. Um, so I've told them about uh, what you do and what All you're right. known as, but All we're right. going to dig deeper into... Okay health, fitness, martial arts um, and also how this all in some way relates to communication. Um, Absolutely. There yeah. we go. So, my first question would be yeah. um, that you have practiced Taekwondo, right? Yeah. Um, that's been your background. Yeah, Taekwondo is my base. Gotcha. That was the first martial arts that I started learning. You started yeah. learning. And you're a fourth Dan in Taekwondo. Yeah. So, what does that mean? Uh, it's... Uh, it's been like a long journey, to be honest. I mean, uh, I started when I was in second standard and I went for my first nationals in third. But In third standard, you yeah, went for your first nationals? Yeah, wow. but then uh, more than, you know, like first dan, second dan, third dan, it's that one tag, black belt. Like, that is what I dig. Like, that is, that is the most important thing, you know, like, because what is black belt? Black belt is basically a white belt who worked his ass off to reach that black belt right uh -huh. so after that you know it's all like you're just in different levels but then that like look at this i'm getting goosebumps when i'm talking about it like but black belt is you know black belt is the thing so uh yeah i mean uh when i when i got my black belt i think i gave my black belt test in class six and i think i became how old were you then maybe around 12 yeah 12 13 yeah something like that and uh, I became the youngest international instructor at the age of 19. I was a fourth dan and a wow. national umpire. But so fourth dan is after you get the black belt, you go through yeah, a few so, more levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, three, four. Yeah. So basically, after, after you get the black belt, right? So there's a year gap. So after one year, you give your first dan where there are a set of patterns or tools or katas, however you want to put it. You have to do those and a couple of breaking techniques, couple of kicks, couple of endurance tests. After that, you get the first dan and then there's like two years gap to the second and then three to the third, depending on the number of belts that you want. And yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, till the first dan, I didn't quite know what the true meaning of a belt is because I was too young and I'm not going to lie about that. Like for me, it was just, it was not even like I never segregated it as, oh, this is first dan, oh, this is second dan. Because for me, it was like, it's a black belt. A black belt, yes. It's a black belt. That's what like, you want. Like, that's yeah. just it, you know. And like, it, it feels amazing. Like, with every uh, degree, you know, you get to put that yellow stripe on your belt. But 
like the true importance and everything i figured it out only when i became like second dad like then you feel that okay the sense of responsibility that now i want to train others or now i want to do something else for the society or maybe something as simple as uh just improve my self discipline because i think that is where we lack like we lack being disciplined in our life i mean you know so yeah that was my phase with taekwondo and so it's very interesting uh, so far whenever we spoke about martial arts yeah now uh, you're there is an aspect of fitness to it absolutely we're talking about self discipline yeah about you know helping others that aspect is very related to any martial art uh, uh I yeah i mean it's uh, most of the kids or most i mean uh, i myself i was actually growing up as a kid i was inspired by kung fu movies okay. because uh, that was like a thing to kung watch fu you know Panda yeah yeah, yeah. Or, like yeah. all all like Karate enter the dragon and Karate. all of those movies you know like back back in the days jackie chan movies and all of that like <laughs> because it was so intriguing that wow this guy is so cool but then what we fail to understand is that there's courtesy perseverance indomitable spirit and you know like stillness and patience that there's so much of things like it's not like okay you have to do roundhouse kick so you just do it like the problem is that it's not a problem it's a thing like we have brain but then we do not think why am i doing this mm. like what's the philosophy behind mm. it you know like if you're doing a roundhouse then how can you generate more power into it correct or how much do you need to twist more to get that balance because then again you're on one leg when you're kicking right so uh i think if we move more with our brain it would be more important like it would give you better results like because i'm saying that now because i figured it out pretty late in my life because i was also like someone with the blinders on and you know like yeah this is it so what what does somebody with the blinders on do when it comes to body uh, and fitness so basically i feel uh it's like we trust our trainers and masters it's not a wrong thing it's a good thing that you trust but then we forget to ask ourselves about it you know like okay my master has told me or my trainer or coach has told me to do this but why not dig into it like mm, the internet is open research. yeah like how will this add to this 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 is it going to add any utility to it if it's not then why am i doing this and if i'm not doing it then maybe i should put it in a very humble manner in front of my master so that i can make sense to him as well you know because like we i mean it's so simple like from school or any anything like your teacher has told you something and you're just doing it like mm. you have a brain you know like do it the but then absolutely wow. do it but then have that question thing you know like okay if i have to walk this much i'm going to reach from point a to b but then why not look around mm. you get what i mean correct so that is where i feel like uh we only to work on and uh yeah like once you once you start i think it's more of the word awareness that is the word i think awareness is the thing people lack awareness and we are just like oh okay i have to do this but then like why hmm. how else can you do it you know wow so. here's a question um you're somebody who's been exposed to like very eastern styles of martial art Yeah. fitness but at the same time you're somebody who's also explored the western style yeah. of fire differentiate in yeah. a big way what are the some some commonalities do they communicate with each other and what are some big differences and what style do you prefer okay so uh like taekwondo uh taekwondo is a korean martial arts Correct. 
and uh, taekwondo mainly it's more about kicking like taekwondo is all about speed and accuracy and kicking and like a lot of kicking and uh, pretty late in the taekwondo culture they started using the upper body as in the punches as well so you know like as much as uh, a guy for a guy who has done taekwondo straight up for like 8 to 10 years with only kicks all of a sudden when you add those punches to it it's so difficult for him to get adapted to that but my experience with muay thai and uh, kung fu and wushu which uh, is like my current expertise they have the balance of both so that is one part where it differentiates mm, you know the and of the upper yeah, body and the lower exactly. body and do you think that's very important for you it is i mean think about it logically like your upper body is supporting you to do all the movements for the kick mm. but then your arms aren't active because in taekwondo you always have your guards on right mm, and correct. pretty late in the whole taekwondo uh, culture they started using like yeah use your punches as well earlier it was like keep the guards on no face punch allowed and then it was like touch back and then it was like no again no because everyone has their own philosophy right but i feel uh, in kung fu and the other the, the the other aspects the other martial arts that i've learned it is so important because how do you move without your hand like hmm. it's it's simple so you also been a student of the shaolin temple in yeah. china like this is a real deal the shaolin uh, temple yeah. Yeah. it's a no uh, shack side shaolin class but you went yeah. to china you immersed yourself tell us about the experience you had firstly being in china firstly being in an environment mm-hmm. where there's a whole culture of martial arts it's not like yeah. you go to a class you come back home Absolutely. you do the daily activities yeah. that you would typically do mm. how was that different what did it instill in you uh so i personally feel not just in martial arts like in any field if you're learning something learn from the origin ah because that knowledge is never broken because i feel uh if i learn it from someone else if he has learned from the origin he can only grasp 50% of what he has learned correct and he can deliver 25 correct and i will grasp only 5% out of it yeah. you know so it didn't make enough sense to me that's why especially I prefer, with such a deep science exactly about. because more than martial arts like when i realized that okay like there's more to martial arts like understanding the system understanding how your body connects with it you know like that is where the whole aspect of tai chi comes in like movement with meditation you know Correct. like that slow martial arts so uh shaolin temple was fantastic is fantastic i mean like whatever i am today it's because of uh i would say uh i'm i'm very happy that taekwondo was my base but then if i didn't have taekwondo as my base i would struggle a lot over there because the life over there is not easy Why? It's, what's what's tough about it? Let's get into the daily schedule over there. Uh, so I would wake up at five every morning. Five a.m. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I would have exactly ten to fifteen minutes to get ready, freshen up, and then we would have our first session, which is like six to seven, uh, which is more of Tai Chi and uh, the basic like slow martial arts, Tai Chi and Qigong, and after that uh, we would head for breakfast. So. after 67 730 745 we would be done with our breakfast next session would be 9 o'clock so 9 to 12 would be again training depending on which day it is so say sanda sanda is chinese martial arts chinese boxing so uh, either sanda or acrobatics or uh, the basics of kung fu or uh, you know the weaponry uh, depending oh, wow. on wow weaponry yeah, yeah. like staff sword and halberd and all of that yeah it's crazy 
Like huh. it's so crazy. It's so <laughs> intriguing, you know. Have you have you had injuries? Have you seen people? Oh yeah, yeah. I have scars all over my body. Like when you're using a sword, you cut yourself again and again. It's a real deal, huh? Yeah, it is. Do you sign a contract or? Oh policy? no 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 no! <laughs> it's China. <laughs> all that all that doesn't work over there. I mean. Uh, It's it's on you. Pain, I mean, you're at the temple. You know so the the thing yeah. is the thing is it's so crazy. Like you do not even feel that cut because there are six thousand other students who are doing the same thing, uh, and they are not cribbing about it. You know. <laughs> so like when you're in an environment where everyone, I probably felt like I was the shittiest mover over there. You know, <laughs> I was like all that I've learned. I was like, ah, oh, this is not an easy life. And you know, wow. that's the whole point. Like like. We need to make discomfort as our friend. Ah, like, discomfort becomes your friend. Absolutely, because I feel like uh, in a place like yours. What's so very intriguing? Just one second. Is what you said that no one's cribbing about it. Yeah. So no one's cribbing about cribbing about it. That communicates to you that hey, it's it's okay. I can bear this. Too. Absolutely. And, absolutely. Uh, that's the culture. That absolutely. forms the culture. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. But uh, continue. Yeah, you were. So uh discomfort because yeah. you're comfortable. Yeah. So I I just feel like uh that we get so comfortable in our skin that we are so scared to go out of our comfort zone and get that fail, you know, like the taste of failure, you know. Correct. And I loved it and I think I developed it over there at the Shaolin Temple because I would fail every day and I would fail miserably. I would hurt my ankles and break some bones here and there and it was hectic. But then that is where the whole, you know, like you're understanding the art you're communicating wow. with it you know like Correct. trying to get that whole okay i have to slow down right now now i have to do fast movements you know so in a way yes you are communicating with martial arts and that is i think that was something that i was looking for that is that is the philosophy for me because if it's not making sense to me then there is something that's wrong Correct. You know? So that's so like until twelve, you did weaponry yeah. where you got a lot yeah. of hurt and yeah. all this happened, and then after twelve o'clock, what was uh, it? So after twelve, we had a break. It would be lunch break, which yeah. was like for three hours, uh, where you eat, you rest, you recover, and after that again, uh, we would start training roughly around three uh, thirty. So three thirty to six thirty, we would train, and wow. then we had our dinner. Seven o'clock, the school was done with dinner, and after that. uh you just rest recover if you want to do some basic movements the room is open for you you can keep training i mean it's think about it like this like in our normal like the sedentary lifestyle that we follow right it's like 10 to 6 you're working Correct. so for me it was like 10 to 6 i'm doing martial arts you know something that i love morning 6 and to 7 And yeah. then about three hours, solid three hours. Yeah. That's like seven hours of schedule. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. On top of that, you're doing a bunch of other stuff on yeah. your own with your yeah. friends, whatever you want to do. Yeah, because I feel like when you're going so far, you know, like the thing is, like I went with the mentality that I am not a teacher in India. I am going to relearn. This you know? is amazing. Wait, so you you were already a trainer, and then you said you want yeah. to go and become a student absolutely, again. Absolutely, absolutely. At Uh, at the Shaolin Temple. Absolutely. And then just go with a blank slate. Absolutely, because in places like these, when you're when you're going to a place which is like completely new, you do not even know, like a place that doesn't even speak English, you know. <laughs> so there's like so much to battle with, so much like so much huh. going on in your head because it's so difficult over there, you know. Like yeah. now that I've <laughs> for a non-Chinese speaker, exactly, exactly, exactly. So. Uh, I just feel like when you're going not just China like anything that you do like you need to trust your master to an extent that you're like yeah I'm here to relearn 
and not get your insight into it Correct. first give that master or that art some time mm. let it make sense to you if it's not making sense to you in the beginning eventually it will because the master or the teacher or anyone for that matter has given enough time into that art so wow that was so that it's, it's very interesting so basically you're saying your philosophy is yeah. that you, you go into learning something as a student mm-hmm. once you absorb enough of it then you make sense of it and connect dots absolutely. with the stuff you know absolutely but absolutely. in the beginning if you're just too resistant nothing will nothing go is going to go in like that is that is what happened like initially my plan was to be there for 3 months and then after 3 months I was like no this is all making sense to me like this is it and then I extended it for another 3 months straight Wow. And I was there and then uh, I trained over there for 6 months and then uh, I was here I was back to India training and helping people and then again I was like let's go and let's go for another leg. Wow. Let's get it. So I figured like this is it like this is this is who I am and this is what I want. This makes sense to me because it's so whole exactly. Exactly. That's why they say it's like really important how you want to think how you want to feel. you got to immerse yourself with people around absolutely the surrounding makes such a big impact on us it is slowly, it is eventually. it is like it's all about the surrounding if your surrounding is not happy i would say if it's not that strong you won't grow too long you're like you're not going to go too far uh-huh. it's it's very important like if you're the best if you're the if you're the best student in the classroom for a long time you got to change your classroom. absolutely <laughs> it's honest yeah, yeah it's a true yeah. thing i mean i would honestly i would feel like i'm doing good over here and then i have to go there time to time so that you know like there's a side i mean it's very normal i'm a human you know at times my ego is also like oh karan you're doing good doing and that's right. when you know you're like no let's go back ah. let's feel like shit ah. and that is important shit. and then you wow. just go easy you just humble down and you're like yeah there's so much to that's learn amazing. so much to explore that's why like i'm very passionate about communication yeah. but i never say i'm an expert communicator absolutely. because i don't think there's an yeah. expert there's only an expert of the past never of the Absol- future absolutely so i say i'm an expert student mm-hmm. and it's it's a very great that you know we yeah. our mindset matches when it comes to yeah. the aspect of being a perpetual student only then can we grow otherwise absolutely. we never get better yeah or else you're just stagnated. putting yourself in limitations you know you just stay stagnant absolutely wow so taekwondo Shaolin Temple, yeah. all these things. Now let's speak about movement a little bit. What do you, what right. do you mean by movement? Movement uh, artist. What does that mean? Okay, so uh, a basic definition of movement is basically moving from point A to point B. Okay. That is that's movement. Like, that's yeah. Physics. That's, yeah, that's that's physics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's just movement. But then uh, what I feel is that moving from point A to point B, that journey, is that journey where what else can you do instead of walking? Wow. You can be crawling, you can be running, you can be jumping, you can be doing so many yeah, things. You can be jumping like a frog. You can do a lot of things. Yeah, you can be up. And oh. I personally feel that like say something as simple as squat. Like if you're doing squats, then if you're comfortable with squats, why are you still doing squats? Like what's the next step? Like why not stay in squats down for 5 minutes, challenge yourself? Mm. Or why not be on a pistol or why not duck walk? like why are you fixed over there that is where the whole movement bit comes in because i feel so movement like we talking right now is movement right huh. so i feel movement is the motherboard of everything in the world and then martial arts is a part of it huh. so as a kid i was never taught so you, that so you look at movement as an art as yeah. as a science movement is like the motherboard you know like we are all a part of it as I human mean, beings were designed exactly to move. exactly now think about it like this 
uh, where the movement aspect comes in because uh, for me if I'm training as even though my expertise is martial arts but then I do not start off with martial arts with my clients mm. like because if your body is already stiff how can I make you do martial arts you will become more stiff and in the future it will be a damage to you which is something that I'm, I don't I do not want I see so many people like you know they work out a lot and they're not flexible at all exactly they can't touch their arms uh, what's the point of what's the point of being fit if you cannot like touch your toes down I mean <laughs> like what's the point wow then why are you being fit so their movement curve is they, they got a lot of muscle they got a lot of strength but their movement curve is you would say very bad uh, the not just the movement curve I would say that they have just limited themselves ah. like they they fear they fear because I am I'm coming from that journey like after wow. Taekwondo I got into uh, bodybuilding and weightlifting and I became super stiff it's not like if you do it you become stiff it's the lack of working on your flexibility uh, the balance I, exactly yeah. the balance that we are talking about I do not blame any art because every art uh, you know suggests you to do moving and flexibility and strength work and all of it together but it's just that that I uh, didn't work hard on my flexibility and then I became so stiff man Seriously? I would yeah I would never I would want to go back. I would not believe that seeing yeah. your videos right now. I, I, worked, I had to work my ass off. I still work every day on my flexibility. Because I feel more than the aesthetics. Like, yes, I love aesthetics. It looks good. Correct. But then, like, once you change your framework, like the frame of mind that, okay, if I can move, I do not need to care about my aesthetics. My aesthetics are going to be a byproduct about it, you know. Oh. Like, if I'm doing enough, I do not need to care about my aesthetics at all. You basically want to make your body an efficient yeah, system. Yeah, I mean, I mean... And once you, you make it an efficient system, automatically the beauty comes. Exactly. I mean, it's simple, like, think about it. We, we have a lifestyle, like, our lifestyle is actually so bad now. Like, every weekend you want to go out partying. Uh, I don't even understand what are we celebrating, but... <laughs> yeah, like, we go out partying and, like, we add so much of bullshit to our system. Ah, so correct. much of smokes and alcohol and all of that. And that is bullshit that your system is taking. This is the good stuff. Like, this is the good stuff. Think about it, how much your system can absorb, you know? And that is where it's like, it takes me go crazy. Like, I'm like, wow, like, you can keep doing this because, like, your body is not going to be like, oh, this is not good for my body. No, this is the best body thing. Body loves to move, huh? Body loves to move. Body is designed to move. It is. That's oh, just it's, it. like, it's like a car engine. If you don't use it, it'll just rot yeah. and rot. That, that's how I felt when I was doing my corporate jobs. <laughs> like, I was like, this is not my scene. Oh, so you were doing your corporate jobs? Yeah. So, tell us about that. So you went through the traditional uh, path of going yeah. through the corporate job? Tell yeah. us about that. So, uh, dig deeper into what, uh, right after, right after school, yeah. I, uh, I was working in this uh, company in Bangalore. I started off as an intern. Okay. Like we all do. I mean, huh. uh, back to basics. And uh, it was a company that did sponsorship management for Cricket Board of India, BCCI. Okay. So I was doing sponsorship development for them, uh, where we were getting the sponsors for the cricket matches and uh, advertising on ground, okay. you know, digital advertising, uh, traveling with the players. It was a very pretty job. Like the job was beautiful. But then uh, I was in, uh, I think that was like when I was 19, yeah. And I was over there, I worked over there for one year. So after one year, I had to come back to give my final set of exams because I was still in college. Correct. So I came back, gave my exams and then like there was like a long break. So after that, I had to change my job and I changed my city as well. So I moved to Mumbai and I was working in Mahindra First Choice. 
uh, and I was there for six months. And after that, again, I came back for my second set of exams uh-huh. because I was still in the college. And then I started working in a, a sports education startup over here. Okay. So I worked over there for six months. And then uh, the, the thing was like, it was actually my last job where I realized that, okay, this is not what I'm meant for. Because wow. How I would... Uh, I was... 22. Wow, yeah. I, I would say I appreciate that because you realized very quick. I know a lot of yeah. people who still haven't realized and they are 55. <laughs> because uh, for me it was very simple. Like So basically I would often want to take offs for my tournament. Like since it was a startup, though we were working hard, but then like it's a startup, you know. Correct. It's a little slow. It takes time to pick up. Correct. So during my tournaments, I would not want to miss my tournaments, and that is something Martial which is tournaments. Yeah, yeah, and I understand from the friends' point of view as well that you know, like, like you cannot take offs, and I respect that. But then, like for me, that was not the life is, that you wanted. Yeah. This is something that has been with me ever since second standard. You know. Yeah. Like so, I was like, how do I not go for tournaments? Like this uh-huh. is what is this is this is I me. You know. I have to go. Yeah. I have to go. Like there's no. Uh, asking or understanding like <laughs> I don't want anyone to feel bad but like you know uh, so yeah. I was like okay this is just not gonna work correct I have to go for tournaments and that is when I left the job and uh, well, what I, was everybody saying when you left the job oh people were thinking that I'm so stupid and they were yeah. like you have changed three jobs in a matter of yeah. three years like what are you doing and I understand it's very normal for people to think like that because it's not because we want to stick to one thing but then the thing is you're not in a relationship with a job correct that is the point where people do not understand like you you need to communicate with your body that no i can do more if you will not explore how will you know maybe the job you've been doing for the past five years is still not meant for you correct like i mean i i want to come back home and sleep peacefully sleep happy like i want to be like yes i've done things today instead of like Oh, tomorrow morning I have to reach on time. My boss is going to be angry. Correct. Especially when we hate it. It's, it exactly. It sucks, yeah. And then, you know, like due to just family limitations and uh, emotional stuff and XYZ so society, we are like, oh, no, no, no. I'm just going to stick to it. Even though the job is trashing you. Huh. You do not want that. Like, how are you growing? Correct. So I just felt like it's okay. I'm going to start again. Wow. So whatever no. people said, you just left your job. Yeah. You didn't know what I was like, doing, yeah, just yeah I just started again. Life. Yeah. And then like I started off and it was so difficult because you start from scratch. Yeah. It's not like you have a fixed salary, you know. Yeah. And like by scratch, I mean scratch. Yeah. Like just one class in a day and my rest of the hours is just going like, what am I doing? Like I was like having double thoughts. I was like, let's go back to Mumbai or let's go back to Bangalore. But I was like, no, like let's, let's give this some time. Like everyone, everyone was very worried and I understand like it's fair enough. I mean, people will be like, my family was like, oh, what are you doing? Why are you, you doing changing jobs? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing like, these what are, things. You had exactly, a corporate job. Exactly, exactly. Because oh. we love that whole corporate jobs, yeah. you know, big like names, yeah. big names that we forget about our own identities, you know. And then I was like, no, let's just stick to it. And then I kept beating around it again and again and again and again. I, I was like literally like struggling a lot. And then... Uh, after like four, five, after like three months or four months, I think I reached the same amount of the salary that I was getting huh. with working less than half hours. Like, and enjoying like literally, your work. Exactly, wow. that's the best part. I mean, In I was like, that. yeah, four months wow. actually. Four yeah, months. yeah. I was like, why didn't I do this before? 
you know you know why that happened i think it's because you were communicating with yourself if i think yeah, yeah yeah that's about it oftentimes we just listen to others exactly exactly the the inner self, self. exactly exactly Man. so uh yeah like after that i was like okay so this is it like if by putting in earlier you know i was putting in 8 hours like the usual 10 to 6 and all of that and i was like now i'm just putting in 4 hours and this is what this is doing to me putting in 4 hours you're helping others exactly you're having more fun and the it. best part is you're loving what you're doing what yes. else do you want you know so i was like okay now no more changes huh let's do this huh. we are here it's going full time exactly and then all of this was happening and in the process shaolin temple happened and i have been like i changed as a person after that i think how old are you right now i turned 25 in december you turned 25 in december yeah so i would say it's very impressive for someone who's 25 to have like a fourth dan in taekwondo be a student at the shaolin temple already become a, a well renowned trainer um to a lot and you know trained uh, very high profile clients how how do you feel about it how do you feel when someone uh, looks at you and says l little dragon or little dragon and to to be honest i am not someone who uh i am bad with taking praises yeah. and like instagram is a different world you know you yeah. don't see the face right <laughs> <laughs> but uh like yeah and i just go like okay okay let's talk about something else you know yeah. like i just don't like to stay in that zone for yeah. too long because there was a part of me which loved that zone at one point yeah and i think that was something that was limiting me because uh-huh. i was not Why? communicating with myself i was communicating with the praise uh-huh. you know it's like oh wow you're doing good yeah i know thank you so much uh-huh. you know and now i'm like uh, okay fine you're doing good okay thank you so how have you been i try to run away from that uh-huh. because i don't want to listen to it for too long uh-huh. then it just gets into your head That's and i i do not i do not want that uh-huh. plus i feel that like for people who are not into my field they think i'm doing good that's because of the things they are not doing right mm. but people who are in my field wouldn't think of me the same way Correct. i wouldn't think of me the same way because i know Correct. people out there they are doing way crazier things so wow yeah it's like it's like you changed that. your classroom right i had to so you were the best in your classroom but you said okay no now this is a whole new classroom i'm yeah. in and yeah. you think it's i'm important. really good but where i want to be yeah. is still unfolding i feel uh, the the journey is the destination you know like that is more important like it's not about okay i got this or i got that like you got it but then what are you doing with it mm. like if you're not using it then why did you get it in oh. the first place you know that's why like even now like i mean uh, me it's not oh. about just being a teacher or a coach or something like i feel uh, the the word exploration is something that we lack like why not go and explore you know like i mean you can still be going on a tumbler and you can be tumbling like we just limit ourselves that oh no i'm 25 i'm an adult no you're not like the Correct. the word play should never get out of your life ah. like you need to play like keep playing i still play with costco balls huh. that that doesn't make me a kid i mean Correct. because you can learn so much you can do wow. so much with the costco ball that, that reminds me i think you would love it if you ever go st louis is a city in the us right. in missouri okay. and they have a museum okay. uh, around 10 12 storied museum wow It's the children's museum but it's like children's uh, you know playground almost uh-huh. inside uh-huh. but for adults. 
So they got the slides. Nice. They got you know the climbers. I, I love setups everything. like that. For adults and uh, a visionary guy built it, and I think yeah. he would love it. And I would reminds, love it because right now. Reminds me what he was saying. Uh, like why why do we limit ourselves because we think exactly. We're, adults you know exactly what a child does yeah. yeah i mean last week i was in uh, indonesia and i was in a tumbling place like it was like a full tumbling setup and i was so happy because yeah. <laughs> setups like those aren't really there in our city sadly yeah, you know because we're adults you know adults, we're adults yeah i mean and i was so happy like i was just jumping and flipping and i was like this is it you know so i feel uh we we just limit ourselves and that's it's so true like so sad. in public gatherings like i have some friends yeah. and they say hey i want to talk to that person and that person looks interesting i'm, I'm i say go talk so oh, no 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 exactly but if they were a kid yeah a kid always goes up and talks a kid to never thinks twice exactly. absolutely absolutely but because we're so adults in our we're adults in our head yeah that we limit ourselves from exploration it's also because uh as growing i think uh, your family also plays a major role in that Correct. because they're like uh, when you're growing as a kid they're like oh don't do this this person won't like it correct and then you know like as a kid you've been told that do not do this instead of go do this so many times that you just develop that thing in your head that oh i shouldn't be doing this that person might feel weird but no what if you did it maybe that person didn't feel weird huh. and you know you do not want to give that attempt because some part of you is just like oh it might turn badly but my thing is like why do you think like that what if it turned good wow like that's the whole point what's very interesting for me is um that since you're so into your field into yeah. movement into using your body yeah you you're seeing it in every aspect of life so you're seeing Absolutely. like you know playing with a ball yeah. or uh, yeah. you know being an adult but still going to do those tumbler parks absolutely and those jump jack parks is because you think that still can be done yeah um, wow I feel like think about it like this uh something so simple uh you see a kid crawling and you know like uh quadrupling moves and uh, rolling around like an adult can do the same thing it's just that we think oh my bones will break and no it's not it doesn't work like that your bones aren't designed to break like it's actually exercise trust me when i say it like the way babies crawl if you make an adult crawl like that on the ground which i make my clients do because i want them <laughs> to know what it is like to be on the ground you know wow like to touch touch earth use your hands you've always been on your feet just i just make them crawl like that like with the knees in the air for like a minute and then they are sweating and they're like oh you are so good no i'm just making you do what you've already done what you're missing <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm not putting something oh wow this is so spicy no i'm just reminding you of the things that you've already done and you're missing out in your life wow something so simple you know that's where the whole go explore do the things that you've done before it's like back to basics but we forgot absolutely. it for so long it doesn't seem like the basics absolutely yeah. because like i understand that people want to do cool things but for those cool things you need a strong foundation mm. and i'm all about foundation you need a base you need a strong foundation how will you stand up if your legs are weak so let's say today right now somebody watching this episode yeah. is totally unfit they don't they have a typical job what are some step by step stuff that you would suggest to them to start doing it's like basic steps 1 hmm. 2 3 4 5 Uh, so that they can get a little bit of movement and they can get a little bit of flexibility a little bit of balance in the body firstly uh contact me and join me i'll help <laughs> you more secondly uh 
I feel something as simple as, okay, so this is what I make my clients do. So the first thing I tell them is every time I tell you to sit down on the ground, do not use your hands. Every time I tell you to get up from the ground, do not use your hands. Wow. Something so simple. So it's like using your feet. Using your feet because your feet are designed to do that. Why you? Why do you want to use your hand to sit down? You know, you like put with the hands and sit down like an old guy. No, like <laughs> twenty five. Like, why do you want to sit down like that? You know, uh. something so simple. And then it's like, okay, if you can sit by crossing both your legs, show me another way how you can sit. And that's when people start using their brains. So my classes, it's not that I want to get you physically sore or tired. I want you to use your brain. I want my with classes to be exactly like that. That. communication of brain body and you know the movement together that is what intrigues me that when you're moving with your brains you get tired more it's more taxing because this is active or else you know you can just go to a gym and they're like yeah 50 burpees 50 squats and keep going 50 50 50 and then your blinders are on getting back to what we spoke about uh. you're like oh my teacher has told me 50 50 50 into four sets but if you can do 50 why are you doing 50 uh. do something that you cannot do you know Like, wow. what's the point of doing the same thing over and over, wow. over and over again? So one thing is like you just say, basic sitting has to be fine. Going back to basics. Yeah, like then something as simple as when you get on your bed, the first thing you do is you put both your hands and then you put your legs. Why are you doing that? You can just turn around and then sit on your bum directly and get your legs on top without using your hands. Something so simple, you know, like it doesn't even hit our head. Mm. and all of this came to me it wasn't taught to me in china they do not teach you these things But it was yeah it's that self awareness that is that is what i'm digging like and that's how like human beings have probably been doing it right that's how the evolution of humans happened it was all awareness but now we are lacking it i mean look at this is very intriguing so the fact that you're saying when you sit up just walk stand up without your hands yeah. so like an old person walks with a walking stick that's how we are starting to use our hands we that's the like whole point that's that's sit, the whole stand. point why else do you think wow. that the lifespan is decreasing of every human being by the day Well, wow. <laughs> i'll give you some basic things and you'll understand wow. what i mean to say wow. you know so that's just it i mean along with so getting back to what we spoke about earlier like first comes the movement aspect you need to satisfy me by your movement first then i will teach you martial arts because mm-hmm. i don't think our bodies are ready just to do martial arts yet because of our sedentary lifestyle you know like sitting in That's front of amazing. a so if somebody is using a walking stick you can't show them how to run so first you exactly. got to take a walking stick out exactly. and show them how to walk yeah then first you get to as simple as that you need to take the stick and you need to so say if they are holding the stick on their right hand you need to take it and give them on the left hand and be like ah. now use this use this inactive hand ah. and automatically their brain is active you know because they're like oh i haven't done this in so amazing. long amazing you know amazing. and then you limit that and you tell them not put your hand on the wall and do it the support is still there but then mentally you're becoming strong and then you tell them go on fingers on the wall and then one finger and then you tell them leave it for 5 seconds and walk and they're walking they're happy you gave them a new life that's just how simple it is but then we are so we just limit ourselves amazing. that's it amazing yeah it's like some people ask me hey, how do i do public speaking i say okay you know gather a group of five friends that you know in yeah. a comfortable place yeah. and give them a small talk 10 minutes why not then you go forward and that's how you can progress it's pretty much like what you said very interesting absolutely i mean it all it's all about that first step 
like like you said about the public speaking bit just imagine like if you never went over there if you never started this whole thing that you're doing which you're doing fantastic job by creating beautiful contents thank you if you wouldn't have started it you wouldn't be here correct we wouldn't be here correct you know but that's the whole point like how many people are there who are willing to okay let's take a step it's that step it's okay to fail correct. what's the harm in it like you fail so many times it's okay like being a failure is such a strong thing like if you won't fail how will you move forward correct that's the whole point and yeah i mean like some some contents that you've produced it's so much about you know like do not hesitate go over there and just do it like take that first step i remember even your first video you know like the full video when you see it you're like taking your uh 2d breath and you're like yeah let's do this <laughs> that is what i mean you know that is what i look for when i when i'm teaching people like if you do not have that i'm sorry i will not train you because it will take me a couple of months or maybe hours or maybe a lifetime to get that thing in you that okay let's do it so you know like that spirit has to be there once that spirit is there things are exactly unfold. exactly like you had that spirit in 3 yeah, 4 like, months i mean you were able you to, have bring, to do it. bring yourself back up from leaving yeah, corporate job absolutely absolutely and now you're probably absolutely uh, so much more fulfilled and also so i i am happy i mean think about it like this mm-hmm. how many people you meet so why do people ask you what you do they ask you what you do is just to calculate your amount they want to know you know like they are not like oh you work in uh uh something like oh you're working at a your your investment banker they're like 0000000 you get what i mean right <laughs> and if you say like oh i'm working at mcdonald's they're like oh you're working at mcdonald's you know yeah. people are not they they don't ask you are you happy uh-huh. they are like what do you do so that they can calculate the amount of respect they should give you ah uh-huh. and that is exactly wow. and that is so sad it's very interesting that is so sad <laughs> like I mean I do not even want to communicate with you correct you know most of the times when people ask me because it takes me some time and patience and to explain people what I do because correct. I love it so much and at times uh they just feel like oh I do not have so much time that's why I just shorten it and I'm like yeah I'm a personal trainer correct. and then I'm like yeah you got it cool <laughs> you know you do not want to like put in that Go kind in of depth of yeah what exactly no with everyone you get that vibe from their body language correct. you know like if they're interested they will be like eyes wide and hands back correct. and they want to listen to you correct. like that's where the communication bit comes like you know it okay no i'm not going to waste my time on you <laughs> because you're not going to understand it i respect you but okay no what's what's a big challenge when you're talking to clients when you're trying to train them what's a big challenge hmm. uh to be honest i feel uh people lack the connection with their body in general like if i tell them to do something like without the touch most of the people now that i'm training they are understanding how the body moves but then because of the way the whole gym pattern is working that okay this is your workout now go do it there's so no one isolated. to correct you there's no no it's it's more like there's no one to correct you you know like i told you okay do this and then you're just doing but then why are you doing it maybe it should not be coming to your thoracic maybe it should just be will coming to your lower back or something you know mm. but then like when someone points it out to you like take a pen and be like no this needs to come here mm. or you need to vacuum your stomach or you need to push your uh, spine out that's when people start understanding oh this can be done this way as well so you know i feel the first 2 3 hours so uh, when i start training people the first 2 hours i take is for assessment because i want to understand their body 
and I want them to understand what are their weaknesses, what are the things I'll be working on. So the first week when I train people, it's the most boring week. If I was a client, I would not want to train with me. Ah. Trust me when I say it. But then that is the point where you understand, okay, these are the, the things basics. I need. The you basics. The, basics the fundamentals, the, basics. the foundations. Wow. That is, that is the most important thing. I mean, if your foundation is not nice, you're done. You're a shitty mover. Huh. You don't want that. Number one key is movement. Movement, yeah. Move. Move and connect with your body. Like if I'm telling you upper back, you shouldn't be rounding your lower back. Like if you're doing that, then you know you like that communicating with you. Correct. And it's not your fault. It's not your fault because you've never been taught like that. Where right? does food come into play with all this? Hmm. Because uh, you've been in many different disciplines. Yeah. Do they so, have a certain prescription of food? And what about you? How, how is food related to all this in your mind? Uh, so I feel... Your body is a temple, to be honest. Like, you need to put the right food in it. And I try hard to put in right. But What's then, the right food? Uh, I'm not someone who's like, okay, this is the amount of protein I need to add. This is the amount of carbs. No, I do not ever tell my clients that you have to add only protein or you have to eat carbs. I tell them that I am not uh, dieting or, or giving you dieting solutions. It's not my expertise. Mm. Because different body has different capacity and different they need different needs. Yeah, it's yeah. as simple as that. So I just tell them, move more. Mm. Eat what you have to. It's one life. I do not do that to myself. I, I've never restricted myself from anything. And I, I don't think I will do that until, I don't know. Like, I feel I'll just move more and move more and move again. So that, you know, like, I do not have to cut down on my food. Wow. Because I do not That's like, think about it, yeah. someone is telling you, okay, you're supposed to have four almonds for today, one banana, half a glass of milk, 75 ml of this. Like, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's like you've, given, you've gotten a trigonometry sum. Like, I mean, it is just so not happening, you know. I don't want someone to tell me have four almonds. No, I'm going to have ten almonds. Like a movement. Exactly. <laughs> so, that is where do one thing more so that you can balance out the other. Wow. Because as much as diet is important, it is very important, but I feel, uh, I you think You feel it's like nowadays mindset. people have taken care of that, people understand a little bit, I feel more about movement, people don't know Yeah, about people don't know about moving. movement. That's what's like, lacking in society. I mean, you cannot just diet and not move, like, or you cannot just move and not diet, there needs to be a balance. Like, I do not tell someone, uh, I do not tell my clients to fix their food because I am not certified into dieting and I don't think it's right. Like with my knowledge, I keep it limited to myself because I know that is suiting me. It okay. might not suit you, right? Correct. I do not want to do that. So I tell them that you can do whatever you want. I am not the expert in diet. But yeah, I just tell them if they are suffering from something like something like uh, uh, if they are only putting on fat, I just tell them that, okay, instead of saying these are the things you shouldn't eat, I tell them these are the things you should eat. Mm. So, you know, like either ways, I don't want what to make do, them, yeah. yeah, I don't want to make them sad. Yeah, They're working like, hard. Yeah, we, we, our brain works like that. It's like a child. If you tell them, hey, don't eat ice cream, that's the first thing they'll go to. Exactly. But if you tell the child, hey, maybe try almonds, the child might try almonds. And that's the whole yeah. point. Like, that's why like everything that I do, I relate it back, like, back to basic. Back to basics. Back to basics. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Awesome. So we covered taekwondo, martial arts, food. Yeah. Amazing. I wanna pick out a word that I uh, heard you say once through, throughout our yeah. conversation. You talked about stillness. Yeah. Now me personally, yeah. I'm a big uh, meditator. I I really yeah. believe in the power of meditation. Mm -hmm. 
and you've been to the Shaolin temple yeah. where meditation yeah. is also an aspect. So with all the movement, with all the stuff we're talking about, activity, mm-hmm. how does stillness come into play? Uh, think about it like this. Uh, now all the training that you do, right? Like my life at Shaolin temple, uh, the training was on like throughout the day and then to calm that body down, that's when the whole meditation comes in. Mm. Like, think about it, like people, uh, I, I, I don't want my clients to feel bad, but uh, I, for the longest time, I didn't make my clients try or practice stillness because it is something so close to me because I make sure that I'm doing my meditation, if not every day, mm. once in every two days, for sure. Because I was not a calm person earlier. It calmed me down. It gave me that thing to, you know, like, like think, like use your brains, you know, like it calmed me as a person. It's not like, because I was, I was always such a, you know, when you're a kind, aesthetic person, you're, you're always raging, you know, like you're Correct. always high always and you're like, you're yeah, and at times you do not use that energy in the right way. Ah. Like you just go haywired, you know, like yeah. you take it out on someone, which the is not even required. Not exactly. Yeah. So that is where like for me, the meditation bit would come because I would use meditation as a recovery when I was in Shaolin Temple because you cannot recover when you're training seven hours. It's physical exhaustion, you know, like it's physical exhaustion and I understand how difficult the life of a labor or someone who's working, you know, in mines and all, it is not easy because that's again physical exhaustion. So for me, I would like during my lunch break, I would sit, I would meditate for some time after food and right after meditation, I would sleep. And trust me, it's the most peaceful sleep that you get. Like... It's so good. Yeah. Allows you to do the activity. Yeah. So, uh, like, l- like most recent, I mean, uh, it's probably a month or maybe like just three weeks since I started adding stillness as a practice for my clients because wow, that's very powerful. yeah because after the after the class I'm making sure that they do it. But then the thing is like, like stillness is what is stillness? It's still like you do not move. You're in that zone, you're in that moment, you know, and like when you, when I make them stand in the stillness position, like the Tai Chi pose, and after a minute, they're like scratching and you know, like, (laughs) no, what are you doing? Like, that is wrong. Do not do that. Like, you're losing the connection. Like, there's no communication between your inner you and your body, like, that's where, like, so fidgety, you know, like, you're, you're like, always, like, moving, like, calm down. Exactly, Exactly. so you need to calm your system down, you need to, everyone needs to practice stillness, like. That's so powerful, so you're saying, like, only if we get good at stillness, can we get good at channeling our movement. You can improve at a lot of things. Ah. You become a better listener, which is the most important thing I feel, you know. Correct. Like, because I feel if you listen to someone for at least five minutes, you will know what kind of a person he is. Correct. It's so simple. Huh. And how will you build that if you're not practicing stillness? Because you do not know how to shut up, you know. <laughs> like, it's so important. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, okay. like, that's where the whole stillness game comes in. Amazing. Amazing. So, Karan, now I want to give you the chance. All right. Ask a question to me if you have any. Hmm. Okay. Let me think about a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, last I remember, like ever since ever since I've been seeing you in school, you've always been like a very jolly to go person and all of that. And like you were traveling and you did meditation and you were in ashram life as well, right? Yeah. Like it's very intriguing and it's like like right now when we talk about ashram, I'll again get goosebumps <laughs> because I understand like the purity and that you know like you're in that moment. Correct. But 
how from all of that you got into this whole communication thing like how did it all start like i want to know the the birth of it you know like because all of a sudden one fine day i saw that nareen agarwal uh, with the who is nareen you know that video was like so pumping you know like you always so high on energy i love it like even over the phone you know it's it's good to talk to people who are high on energy so how like how did it all go like like i told you i was doing corporate and then i left it Correct. and then Correct. i was like this is what i'm going to do so Correct. how did you how did it start amazing thanks for asking that question basically um i hadn't traveled to so many countries talked to so many people mm-hmm. been around the world when i came back to india after being abroad for 5 years australia belgium mm. the us i came back to india and i saw some people I saw some people that they were very talented but the reason they weren't high up in the corporate ladder or the reason they weren't doing well was because they lacked the communication skills. Mm. And enough. it became very apparent to me that communication in itself is a skill but so many people have other skills which they can't hone upon can't impress others with them mm. because they lack this one skill of communication. communication to me is like the grease in life to make the car run smooth it's like you know the engine oil I get what to you make mean. the engine of other things mm-hmm. run smooth you have the wheels you have everything mm-hmm. but if the car doesn't run smoothly with good engine oil it'll be jerky absolutely so same with your talents you know with what you want to say with what mm-hmm. you want to serve the world if you don't have good communication skills it'll always be jerky but once you add the tinge of communication it can make everything smooth it can make everything frictionless it can make everything seamless fair enough okay um, so that's why i was inspired to start it and also i uh, i heard people tell me that hey you know you're a great converser yeah, yeah. you can speak well hmm. so i i realized that i had picked up a certain quality um and i was always interested in how people speak so it really merged for me where i saw fair there enough. was a need and i saw something that i was good at and something i was very passionate about to continue to learning and that's how it birthed So again I'll ask you one more thing. So after coming back to India like you said, what was it? Like what was that moment, you know? Like we all have that one moment where we know Correct. okay, I'm going to do this. Correct. So what was that moment that that is what I'm looking for? Like that some incident or moment. So to be honest, I I can't think about one specific moment, but it was a collection of moments uh-huh. which built up and one day when yeah. I was sitting by myself, it came to me that oh you know what i need to start videos and i need to start uh, yeah. giving this yeah. you know value to people um, mm. and the collection of moments were seeing people in different classes you know seeing some labor class people you know yeah. one was doing better than the other one was managing the other just because they could speak better with the boss and the boss mm-hmm. trusted them absolutely right? fair enough so seeing this in different levels and then reflecting back upon all my trips i realized this is one skill that is a must for everybody you know um wow if you look in the music industry if you look mm. in the acting industry there are so many talented actors and musicians who are always stuck in audition they never make yes. the next step because they mean. lack communication fair right? enough there are big Absolutely. entrepreneurs who have fantastic ideas they have great product and service they do not know how to sell it. it they can't convey it fair enough they get stuck so i saw so i started seeing this around the world and i was like wow this is one thing that everybody needs you know like you there might be some great trainers but mm-hmm. they don't know how to speak they don't know how to speak to uh, clients and totally, that's why they never I totally train. understand that so uh one more thing like i want to know this so uh 
you started off as making the videos right Correct. that's what you said like you started off like that but where are you seeing this go so like where, what, what is yeah what, what are you looking at i would love to know yeah super so we started off as a video and we thought we'd put out yeah. a couple content in a week mm-hmm. you know one video maybe yeah. something like yeah. that but slowly people started appreciating then they were learning a lot i started getting a lot of messages mm-hmm. a lot of people in person started saying it mm-hmm. so it you know fueled the fire within me and uh, since we started we've been doing more and more videos more other kinds of content now we're doing interviews with people to learn about their life how it relates to communication so that we can also show how a communication can happen yeah. at the same time people can learn from it um right now if you ask me for a number or a goal i don't have any such thing mm-hmm. it's because i'm truly enjoying it absolutely and it's, it's the process it's the process exactly so it's always I'm the process the journey there's yeah. no number goal or no yeah. nothing yeah. but i feel i'm privileged even if we have one dedicated viewer it's Fantastic. worth it for me to absolutely absolutely wow i like that yeah. i like that approach the last bit i really like that i can relate to it uh-huh. because like we often run behind perfection correct. like and not progress correct like good stuff cannot be brilliant if it's completely edited you know like correct. i feel that there needs to be that oh shit i made a mistake over there exactly. because that is how humans are you know exactly. we aren't perfect we aren't supposed to be perfect so why are we trying to be perfect you know like <laughs> and th- and that's why i, love I loved your response as well when when i said hey karan we want to record a podcast is going to be a little bit about Yeah, journey etc yeah. we like this is totally unscripted right absolutely we absolutely talking yeah and there's a certain beauty certain charm to that absolutely because uh, i'm i'm always like yeah okay fine i like that yeah i want to go for that this sounds good yeah let's go for it because i tried it again and again and it worked for me and i'm sure if it has worked for me it'll work for most of the people i that's think that's very inspiring actually it's it's just that we do not want to get out of our zone and you know be like okay let's cross the line Huh. Like do it. It's okay if you fail. Get back again. Was the big deal? Life is long, you Amazing. know. Like you can keep exploring, keep doing your bit. What a great conversation with you, Karan. To summarize, I learned man. a couple things. Yeah. Move. Don't be scared to fail. Absolutely. And challenge yourself. Get outside the comfort zone. Absolutely. So that you can have a better relationship, better life, and better relationship with your body and mind. Absolutely. Much love. The most important things. Thanks a lot, Karan, for being on the show. And let's tell our Cheers, guests guys. something together. Much love, huh? One, two, three. <laughs> Much, Much love. love. We'll see you soon. See you in the next video. <laughs>